0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Real Window, re-watching random movies from our childhood. I am Pauline. And I'm Lisa. And we are reviewing a movie this week that Lisa mm-hmm. has picked. Now anyone who hasn't listened to the pod before, uh, here's the sitch each week we watch a movie from our childhood they are random movies from our childhood some of them we loved some of them we vaguely recall sometimes one or the other is the opposite of that and that is (laughs) makes for fun this is a week where both of us have very fond memories for this film yeah we loved this movie and this was a movie we weren't allowed to own due to the divorce content of the film Hmm. which Hmm. is fascinating
1: and the extramarital affair. That was right. that's the factor too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 There's the combo. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> of the divorce marriage status of all the parties involved. So yes. anyway, so that's why we weren't allowed to own this one. But we fell in love with it and we watched it all the
1: time. Lisa, do you wanna tell everyone what the movie <laughs> is and uh, uh a synopsis? Absolutely. So the movie that I chose, it's 1994's It Could Happen to You, starring uh, Nicolas Cage and Bridget Fonda. And with some minor roles, uh, Rosie Perez is in it. She's quite delightful. And then we've got like a minor role from Stanley Tucci in there. He's and delightful as well. He's, I mean, he's briefly in there, but he's Stanley Tucci. You're going to love him anyway. Uh, so True. Nicolas Cage plays Charlie, a police officer in New York City in Queens, who uh, is basically one of the best of humanity. He is kind, he is good, he is patient, he's ridiculously good at his job. Uh, And Yvonne, the other main character played by Bridget Fonda, is a waitress in Queens who has the worst luck in the world, who is just basically declared had to declare bankruptcy due to the overspending of her husband, who she cannot afford to divorce. And the two of them end up meeting by accident when Charlie goes into the diner with his partner to have lunch and they have to leave. And he is unable to provide a tip for the waitress as he wants to. But he offers to, uh, because he has a lottery ticket he purchased for him and his wife, he offers to split it if they win that evening, and if not, he'll come back either with the the lottery ticket earnings or with double her tip. She assumes she's never going to see him again, and that evening, he and his wife end up winning the lottery, which has to be split among a bunch of other winners. So they're going to get $4 million. His wife, played by Rosie Perez, is not exactly happy that she finds out he has promised half of their winnings to a random waitress and insists he not give it to her. But he decides he's going to give Yvonne, the waitress, an option. So he tells her the next day, you can choose either the lottery ticket winnings or you can choose not telling her that they won the lottery ticket or you can choose the double the tip. And she says the lottery ticket so she gets it. And just the relationships that form as a result. Uh, Rosie Perez plays Nicholas Cage's wife to a perfect tee of being a woman who loves money, fashion, and now suddenly has the money she's always dreamed of, who's quite unhappy with having to split it, and who's always sort of looking for more. Nicolas Cage and Bridget Fonda fall in love over the course of the movie, but it's a bit difficult as both of them are still married, and both of them are trying to, at first, just be friends. And that's pretty much this movie it's sort of watching this unfold watching two very very good people uh go through all kinds of different circumstances and the people that are in their lives and we freaking love this movie. we love this movie so we would much. rent it when we could get away with renting it like yeah. we would just be like time to rent it could happen to you okay great let's watch it <laughs> yeah it's so true oh my and gosh and it's, it's so, so true. funny because i haven't seen it since we were kids like i'm sure you haven't either no but as soon as i thought of it i remembered so much of the movie i was surprised at how much unlocked from my brain just by mm-hmm. thinking of we should watch that movie and then I was like oh my god i remember this scene this scene this scene this scene this and i'm like i should definitely pick it because clearly this was beloved it was uh, so it it's was really indeed. funny we as small children it was 94 what were we nine and eight yeah sounds about right <laughs> we're yeah we really right. like mess. this is a great film we're like this could <laughs> happen to me <laughs> sure i will either share my winnings or receive winnings this and is I gonna be great definitely
0: win the lottery and then fall in love with the handsome cop who yeah
1: also yeah, totally um, who's like person per- who's also wonderful yeah definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely. that's how that's
0: we'll how just both goes be down.
1: wonderful people and mm-hmm. the world so this is like will a modern be great. day fairy tale everyone very much so it is based very very loosely so um there was an incident that happened where a police officer did give part of his lottery winnings to a waitress but that's as far as it goes um and the end credits if you were to wait to the end they actually have a disclaimer saying uh he and his wife never got divorced like all that like it was fictional like most of it's fictional like all that stuff to say And that's what's funny because they even
0: say the events are true and then it continues on and because
1: the narrator said that at the beginning of the movie and i was like this is true? And no, so, no. Basically, no, the winnings were shared and that's it. That's the. That's what's true, is that a cop shared some of his of winnings with the, a waitress. The end. <laughs> Got it. That's <laughs> like, that's extent. it. And I was like, okay, yeah, Hollywood would do stuff like that. Oh, man. Yeah, they but, yeah.
0: take liberties, so to speak. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, anytime,
1: it's actually, I try not to, sometimes I try not to look up the real story yeah, behind it's per the, per some the best, of my yeah. true story movies because I'm like, oh it was not as great as they showed it (laughs) being which
0: is generally i think the reality of oh the vast
1: majority because life is like that right it's never the perfect hollywood (laughs) no that doesn't make exist anyway that's a side note we don't
0: need to get into that but okay Ah, different debate
1: yeah no kidding okay so lisa
0: let's uh jump into our usual line of questioning Hmm. um that sounds like an interrogation. interrogation. <laughs> Usual line of questioning here. Yes, okay, yes, so
1: yes, officer.
0: Yeah, listen up. Uh, okay, where were you? Okay, Lisa. So yes, in the closet. Yes, you. Were, what time? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this joke's over, Pauline. And debt. Okay.
1: Uh, it's hard when you're running with <laughs> something. Well, yeah.
0: sure. When I'm running with something, <laughs> Lisa. Pauline. Takeaways from childhood favorite scenes from this movie Mm. things that stuck in your memory things that you misunderstood let's start chatting about it what's what's one of the first things for you
1: okay so one of the first things like when I thought this movie one of the first scenes that popped in my head so Nicolas Cage and his partner I remember really liking his partner as a kid I was like his partner's great Bo Mm -hmm. I believe is his name and Mm -hmm. uh, so Charlie has come back in and he's told uh, he's like about to tell Yvonne that you know, his like give her that option. You can choose the tip, or you can choose um, the the lotto ticket. And before he does, so she is perpetually losing, like forgetting about her glasses. She leaves them on her head. She leaves them in like the t- tucked into the top of her shirt. She them in a pocket. And you just he's noticed this in the brief time that he stayed for coffee, and then has come back in that this is a frequent thing for her. And so he has bought her a present, which is a little strap to put, like a gold chain. To put on her glasses so that it, she can just always have them. And I remember as a kid, I was like, that is the sweetest thing. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought really? it was so charming.
0: Oh I was my like, god.
1: He looked at her and knew she lost her glasses, and he gave her something to help. And he just showed you know her. Like as wow. a kid, that meant so much. <laughs> that meant so
0: really? much. Really,
1: man. And her reaction, because yes. she was like, this is the nice present anyone's ever given me he's like i really hope that's not true yeah and she's like well it's pretty close and i'm like I mean, that's, as an adult i'm like that's pretty depressing yvonne i'm so sorry but also that
0: is a very thoughtful gift from a stranger is. who is a cop from they've a, only had one like a, is a yeah, very to just be nice, like i just want to give you this, I and, this
1: and the way he does it is it's clear that he has no expectations nothing there's nothing creepy about it it's simply the here This was I just I thought I thought you might need one of these. And it's very sweet. And then the scene progresses where he tells her and she, of course, thinks he's lying. And playing a joke, but then when she realizes it, she's she, her reaction is to ask everyone who wants ice cream and who wants ice cream on their pie, who wants pie, and then just starts going around the restaurant, scooping out of this giant thing of vanilla like ice cream, mm-hmm. just scooping and putting them on people's plates. And as a kid, I'm like, she's the greatest person. She's ever. so kind. I want to be there for that. I know. Totally. I
0: um i uh, thought the same thing but i remembered that part too i don't remember the chain going around her glasses. Oh, i don't remember the it was gift.
1: so important
0: to me uh, what was most important to me was that she went around with ice cream for everybody and that was what i was like you're like I that's really how you know. like this woman she's very she's nice. amazing she just learned
1: she won the lottery and she's giving out ice cream man yeah like that's her first reaction i mean that person. is an amazing reaction to have to be like hey i'm gonna give you all ice cream just because i'm so excited but like as a kid i was like oh she deserves all the money (laughs) totally like this is she's so good-hearted she's so amazing so like that scene was like crystal clear in my head before the movie even started i was like oh it's gonna be great so i was ready for that one i remember loving the narrator
0: Mm-hmm. So the Me narrator yep.
1: is—you um, find out, spoiler, everyone, by the end of the film that he's actually a photographer for the New York Post, I believe. Yeah, and uh, and he narrates the story. He's he has a moment that's important for the progression of the plot, but otherwise he's just there to sort of narrate what's <laughs> at happening. At the end, at the very very end, he makes an important moment which as a kid i was like yeah but like and I you was know i thought voice. that moment happened sooner like as Did i was you? watching
0: it I well oh. yeah, like i knew it happened towards the end but i wasn't sure how but then it happened and then it was like and two more minutes and the movie's over i was like whoa <laughs> wait a minute what just happened <laughs> wait wait
1: this is what happened yeah. we're talking about that moment because it's one of my yeah. favorites too of course but like that was a big one another scene that really stuck in my head so rosie perez i i mentioned in the trivia show that even as a kid even though she's a very sort of mostly selfish person Mm -hmm, (laughs) she mm -hmm. thinks about herself her and uh charlie's relationship has deteriorated quite a bit by the point the movie starts like they've been married for what is it 10 years 10 years yeah and since like high school basically they were like high school sweethearts and it's they're not in a good place when the movie starts, um, and she's like, you know, always annoyed with him and frustrated. She wants him to have been earning more money, and as a kid, he I doesn't have like, enough ambition. Yeah, he's he's he wants to stay a beat cop basically, and he should be moving up or be on the take, as she puts it. And I was yeah, like, I did not least, get that as a kid. At least if he's on the take, I could say he has ambition, and I totally. was like, whoa. As a whoa. kid, I did not get that. Was when I did not get as an adult. I was like, you would what rather the...
0: a corrupt
1: cop, corrupt, as a corrupt, dirty what cop, kind of person argue you're a horrible person yeah so watching it as an adult I was like oh that went over my
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure
1: I wrote that one down for sure but but I did like I found I was always confused by her because Nicolas Cage's character is so kind that as a kid, I'm like, I don't know why she's mad at him. Like, I just yeah. I was perpetually confused by why she was frustrated. with him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, just, annoyed felt, with him, I sure. just felt she should just be happy because, you know, he's lovely. So she should yeah. be happy, too. Like, I did not get that dynamic as a kid, which is so funny. But one thing Which I do remember. I mean, yeah, as a kid, you're like, like marriage issues, as if yeah, I'm good. totally <laughs> You're not clocking those at the age no. of nine, Lisa? Weird. No, That's oddly strange. enough, I'm not sitting there going, ah, there. Well, clearly you weren't <laughs> as developed uh, as I was. I definitely understood <laughs> all of those things. For yeah, sure. bet you did. I bet mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. Um, but there's the scene where now that they have money, because she talk, like, when she's introduced, she talks about how she wants him to earn more money, wishes he was corrupt, so he has ambition, all that stuff. So they have money and she goes on a shopping spree. And I remember the shopping spree because she's so happy. She's so happy. She goes in all these stores she's always wanted to go in. And then when she finally gets the fur coat she wants, she leaves the fur Aww. coat. <laughs> Our protesters and they throw red paint on the coat. Yeah, and she's got paint
0: on her hat. And they the her result, they've all. thrown it I'm on like, her.
1: That scene stayed with me because I was like, what are they doing? Why yeah. are they throwing paint at her? I believe we asked what was happening. I'm it sure we did. Yeah. And then I remember mm-hmm. being like I get it. It's a real fur coat. They killed an animal for it. I don't know. She kind of yeah. deserves red paint. <laughs> I was like, I would never wear fur either. Totally. Like, that was like, my oh, takeaway. What a monstrous decision. Mm. Yeah. Like, it was, totally. but I like that scene was quite funny in how it was done. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. other one, oddly enough, <laughs> is um, so there's a scene with Nicolas Cage. Uh, and Bridget Fonda, they're starting to hang out together. They're starting to spend time with each other because Rosie Perez is more concerned with, like, um, spending the money, like, revamping their apartment, and she, they're on this, like, yacht party, and um, she ends up becoming quite close to an older white gentleman who's all about money like all about investing and talks about how he's like doubled his lottery winnings and stuff and so of course that's what she wants and so in the in the meantime him and Bridget are spending a lot of time together Bridget Fonda and him uh, Bridget Fonda are, are spending a lot of time and um and basically they're kind of trying to figure out what to do while spending time and one of the things they end up doing is rollerblading um, <clears throat> It's not the rollerblading scene. Actually, I kind of forgot about the rollerblading scene. Oh. And then it started and I was like, oh yeah, the rollerblading scene. He ends up in a lake. And I laughed. I, like, I, I know.
0: It was kind of... I, I was, I remembered the rollerblading scene. I was like, they're going to go
1: rollerblading and they're going
0: to go fall in the water.
1: And it's so, and like as a kid, I'm sure I found it hilarious. But oddly oh, yeah. enough, that scene didn't stick with me. It's this next scene. Where he baseball kids. No, it's with the Man. subway. <laughs> oh, that's the. So, I had no recollection of that so scene. Funny. Man, I had to, that's I funny. I knew it before the movie started because I remember being like, Well, I remember having to ask what was happening first of all, and then the subway fascinated me. The subway, I was like, wait, what? There's a train underground. But basically, (laughs) he and Yvonne have like bags of coins and they're paying for everyone's ride on the subway. They're just dropping the coins in the little slots. And I, I don't know why, but as a kid, I was like, that's amazing.
0: It's true. I mean, it is amazing that I don't disagree. And
1: I just, the image, like, the concept of them just tossing, like bags of coins and just like slotting them in and everyone was so happy and clapping as they're going through it, and then everyone's leaving and they're like what's going on and he's
0: like the cop and the
1: waitress are paying for everyone's ride and they're, they're like, like what, what? and, and i love like, how, how so everyone happy. in the movie knows who the cop and the waitress are because like, there's like perpetually on the front page of the news like it's just yeah. constant news coverage Of them, Because, of course, people, when, like, they win, that's a big story that the cop has shared his, you know, winnings with this random waitress. And then they keep doing big things like this um, just because. Because they're just such good people. Obviously not for publicity, but because this was a great idea. And, like, you're just like, okay, a part of me watching this as an adult, I'm like, have they already spent their $2 Because they seem to be spending things. this money like that.
0: I'm like, I feel like we are uh, going to go bankrupt soon if we totally. keep on spending our money like this, everyone.
1: Because it's everyone. Because, like, like, Nicolas Cage, like, they pay for the subway ride. As Pauline says, it's really sweet. He rents out the stadium so that the kids from his neighborhood, Yankee who he, the Yankee Stadium, who he always plays stickball in the street with, can play a proper game at the Yankee Stadium. And I'm like, that can't be cheap. And then, like... Like, his wife goes to Tiffany's and buys that fur coat and has this crazy shopping. And then she's renovating the apartment. Like, everything they're doing, I'm like, hold up. They only have $2 million. Yeah, like, but $2 million they keep acting. That much money. I like, like at the end of the movie, so they, spoil mm-hmm. everyone, um, Rose Rosie Perez basically decides to divorce Nicholas Cage because, A, she's already kind of on that ledge at the start of the movie. She's struggling with him. But then he and this waitress are constantly in the papers, and he keeps spending her money. Like he donated ten thousand dollars to a widow's uh, police widow's fund without consulting her, and she was yeah. very unhappy with that. Yeah. Um, and but he like he keeps you know giving away money, and so she's upset about this, and then she's upset that he might have a relationship with this waitress. Never mind that she's sort of spending time with this other guy. <laughs> right. Totally. <laughs> Whatever. Um. And so they. This she's like, doing that
0: discreetly, discreetly, not in the public whereas eye. Whereas
1: in in like newspapers and stuff like that, so she basically like kicks them out for all of it. And where was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me describe all this stuff, and then I'm like, where was I headed with this story? <laughs> the subway um, ride, oh, you were, and, no, no, and, and like them spending all their money because then when the lawyers are sitting there just being like, how they how they're gonna like you know divvy yep. up their stuff he's willing to let her have his part of the money and then his lawyer is like well there's also this bank account that has what was it thirteen thousand dollars or something. no it was only like
0: three it was only three like thousand dollars
1: and she's like huh chump change i don't need it you can keep it and i was like is it though yeah. how much money is left in your,
0: in your two million dollars i mean i know it's especially with that reno i'm like and especially a reno in new york like i was as i was watching I just... it i was like Man, and like you, if you had
1: won twenty mil, I would be yes. like, "Okay, yeah, sure." <laughs> they won too. And I was just like, as an adult, I was like, "No, even in the nineties, yeah, we totally can't spend this." Yeah, 100%. You need a proper accountant who's going to stop you from spending all of, all your, of your money. Earnings. You need a financial planner is what you need. 100%. Uh, so that was just funny as an adult watching it versus a kid who I was just like $2 million is so much. Yeah, totally.
0: Adult adult Lisa's like uh, that's not that much money at all, and it's true. That's <laughs> yeah. really not that much money in the long really haul. in the
1: long haul. Absolutely. So anyway, so like those scenes, like the coin scene, was in I my. I think head. it's because as a kid, you don't understand
0: how expensive adulthood Anything. is. You Anything just don't is. understand
1: when you we the cost got, uh, of being alive. When we were teenagers, we had an allowance of what was it, twenty dollars a week, mm-hmm. and that felt like amazing. Yeah. Money. <laughs> and that was as a totally. teenager. For children, we would sometimes, no joke, we would after church on Saturdays go into town in Brad Creek and we would be given like $2 to spend at the candy store. And we'd be like, yeah. That was at a time where the candy was only five cents per. So,
0: I mean, there is. It was like a hundred grams.
1: It was like a dollar for a hundred grams or something. And you'd be like, yeah, from the penny candy drawer. Like it was a hundred grams. You'd get a dollar worth of the candy. So you'd get 200 grams of two different candies or whatever. And that was the big deal as a kid. So $2 billion, you're like, this must be all the money. (laughs) Yeah. Life changing money right there. And it is kind of. It is kind of. So, yeah. So that scene, um, the other scene, was obvi- was actually during the trial. So when they're having the divorce proceedings. Mm-hmm. And because he's all set to be like, absolutely, you can have my share. But then she's like, well, I also get Yvonne's share because you gave it away without my permission then. So that's when he decides to fight her on this, on the divvying up of the money. So they end up in court. And I very strongly remember that there's dispute over who picked the winning lottery numbers because at the start of the film, she has told him what numbers to pick. And she's upset with him because he picked one of the numbers wrong. There's a dispute over when their anniversary is because he's chosen the 26th. And she says it should have been the 27th because they got married on the 27th, but they got their marriage license on the 26th and they always celebrate their anniversary on that date. So she's mad at him. So then at the end of the film where they're having this dispute, his lawyer is trying to bring up that. isn't it true your husband was the one who actually picked the correct lotto numbers and she lies through her teeth and it's amazing because at the start of the film she also talks about how she had this dream from her father and he's like sure and she thinks it as a sign that they're going to win the lottery tickets then she brings that dream back into the court case saying like you know no I chose the number and she goes off on this elaborate explanation of what happened in her dream and that as a result of it her dead father Mm-hmm. And, chose well, 26 chose 26 and then what's hilarious is the newspapers run with it like it's the headlines dad father chooses winning lotto numbers <laughs> yeah it's like on the front of the to papers. be fair
0: the post is a bit of a tabloid paper so <sighs> a bit of a does, tabloid there so is it's an great. element of like okay there's this i see where this is going but, anyway, but it's yeah
1: stuck in my head because i remember as a kid turning to our dad who's yeah. a lawyer and being like is that can that happen? And he was very much like, no, no, that would not hold up in court. I wrote that down too. Dad was just like, no. And, and he time... was very dismissive about it. He was yeah. like, his tone of voice was very much like, uh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> to- like, I don't even think we had to
0: ask. I think we just looked at him. And he was like, yeah, that wouldn't happen. Like was it was like, just, no. No, he's like, there's no way that's gonna happen. And I was like, okay, good. So it was like, yeah. nice to know. Thanks. It's Kat. like noted. Okay, yeah.
1: dreams are not admissible in court. Right. Check <laughs> that. So, so funny. I started, going into the movie, I'm like, dead. Father, lotto numbers. Oh like, yeah, that was a scene that was. In yep. a hundred percent. I wrote that down
0: too, and I said, oh I said, because of that conversation with Dad. Anytime we watched a movie where there was a court scene. You know that our father was going to find a flaw of some sort in how it was written or how it was operated. And we'll remember it, I tell you. We will uh, we'll remember it forever. a famous scene from Mike and Vinny that my friend Sheila still remembers as a result of watching that movie with our father, which is wonderful. <laughs> so we'll get into that when we do that movie. But anyway. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: One of the things I did not understand, aside from, obviously, the marriage troubles, um, mm-hmm, <laughs> was, mm-hmm. with a, a lot of the marriage relationships. like her, Yeah. Yvonne is still married to Stanley Tucci, um, but she wants to be divorced and can't afford it, like bankruptcy, like all this stuff that she's undergoing. I, as a kid, was like, this all sounds bad. Like, yeah. I didn't understand what it yeah, meant. Yeah, the weight just, of it was The lost, weight I of think. it was like, yeah. she clearly is struggling and she's a good person, so I want her to be fine. Watching it as an adult, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I wish you could catch a break too. Yeah. This is <laughs> awful. Like, watching her life, I was like, huh. Oh yeah okay woman you deserve those lotto winnings yeah um but one of the things i didn't get as a kid and watching as an adult i was like huh so as i mentioned yvonne and charlie are supposed to be on this yacht that's like celebrating lotto winners past and present which is so funny that that's a thing of new york millionaires, yeah, I'm sure is it it is. millionaires
0: club or yeah it millionaires is.
1: club and they're all celebrating and he has gotten off the boat to say hi to yvonne who's coming out of a taxi and then as a result they both miss it but he didn't really want to be there and so they end up going to dinner together at this really lovely restaurant and having this like very sweet conversation and all this of stuff and he's talking about his wife and she's asking them how long they were married how did they meet and he's explaining in high school and that sort of thing and then he says he doesn't finish the sentence but he's like well she was the first woman i ever and kind of leaves it but basically is implying that it's the first person he ever had sex with and bridget fonda's character is like oh oh Oh, wow really like that's sweet like a good yeah. response definitely did not go there as a kid i was watching no. it i was like huh it's like, no. no memory of this whatsoever no. uh, of course not at all.
0: and then right. you're like of course because he's the sweetest person because he's ever the sweetest live, person he alive. a high school sweetheart and he's only ever had sex with one woman and that's very sweet and, and... you're like my god sir yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sweet. You're>... okay <laughs> oh wow as a child, Ooh. I definitely there this movie gave me some unrealistic expectations of
1: <laughs> just people. Yeah. People in general. And how people general. live lives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically from him and Yvonne's point of view, a lot of their behavior I was like, This is just how people are, huh? And you're like, yep. no. Not, Not actually at all. Actually, as, as a matter common. of fact. No. Yeah. No, no. Um, so that was just that was just funny. But yeah, like the the other scene, of course, is the big finale. It's very sweet. So um, spoilers to everyone if you don't want to know how this movie ends skip the next couple of minutes but basically Yvonne and Charlie lose the court case I remember I was very upset as a kid because of course I was expecting them to win <laughs> yeah because obviously only good <laughs> things like, happen to good people they're the good people I, I've seen movies before they're underdogs they're <laughs> I, know they're how this movies work. I understand yeah. how court cases work in films the underdogs win doesn't yes. matter if they're prosecutors or defendants; like they're winning. Yep, I agree. <laughs> that's it's, how this works. That's how I know it to be. So when they lost to Rosie Perez, I was really I was upset. I was like, "How could this happen? Look, like, this is mm-hmm. this is not how this story goes." And then um, he ends up finding her at the the diner that she was working at. She purchases, which is awesome, and you know calls it Yvonne's Diner. And so he's there, and they're having this very sweet moment of talking about how. You know, it's not about the money and he just wants to be with her and she's worried that she's bad luck, but they've decided they're going to make it work. And that photographer, the narrator, shows up and he is disguised as a homeless person and he knocks on the the door kind of begging for food. And so they let him in because they're amazing people and give him a bowl of soup. And while they're like quietly having this sweet dance together and just sort of like being gracious, as he puts it, he's got this little teeny tiny camera attached to his wrist and he's taking pictures of them that he then puts in the newspaper the next day about how amazing these two good Samaritans are who even in their darkest hour, you know, give everything they have because they not only give him soup, but Charlie gives him money from his own pocket wishing it was more like, honestly, these people should be sainted. And Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. as a kid, A, it was super sweet. I love seeing them dancing together. Mm -hmm. I love that they gave this guy a bowl of soup.
0: Mm -hmm. And I
1: also love that man's camera. (laughs)
0: It's yeah, like, of that's course. the
1: coolest camera I've ever seen. I was seen. like, what, a, what an amazing camera <laughs> that man has. So yeah. cool. And then as a result, the paper at the end of the article, he suggests that people give money to Yvonne and Charlie to help them through this difficult time and to send it to the address of the diner. So the next time they go to the diner, which is a few days later, there are all these letters stacked up against the door and they start opening them. And it's like $5, $10 and these little notes of like people saying how wonderful they are saying that there should be more people like them in the world and hope this helps and all this other stuff. And as a kid, I was like, this is amazing. I was obviously like, this happens for sure. Totally. People would donate money to these people. Yeah absolutely yeah they would totally mm -hmm. collectively new york would give them six hundred (laughs) thousand dollars of
0: course they would absolutely Lisa. it was
1: the greatest ending for me 100%. as a, it was magical mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. magical because i was expecting the worst i was devastated suddenly they're still happy and dancing and suddenly people are giving them money and it's a montage of all these people mailing letters and putting money in these tin cans and we or, love a montage we love a montage there's several in this movie and mm-hmm. this one was like the ultimate romantic most amazing miraculous thing yeah, totally. as a kid it was everything i wanted
0: the movie to a hundred percent it was exactly how you wanted it to end you were just like this is perfect yeah, great This is, okay good
1: i was worried you had me worried for a moment there but then totally. you turned it around movie yep ah. absolutely they did they sure did lisa so little true. nine-year-old lisa was completely hook line and In sinkered by for sure
0: movie. yeah for sure
1: so so oh. is eight year
0: old Pauline. I mean, yeah. I what about like you? Got, Talk about some of your. stuff. I mean, Pauline. well, you know what's funny is, so I remember. It's funny. I don't remember the subway thing like that totally, but I do remember them going to the baseball diamond oh, and she's yeah. throwing the pitches and she sucks at throwing. And I <laughs> yes. the line, she's like, "I know, I know, I'm trying."
1: And I was like, "I remember that line. That was yes. funny. I thought it was super adorable that she was like amazing. Yeah,
0: no, she was a normal person who doesn't throw baseballs. Um,
1: <laughs> makes perfect
0: sense. Why would she? <laughs> Um, they had to make the movie realistic lisa but what i also remember yeah obviously realism is what they were going for for sure (laughs) sorry sorry keep going Um, uh, no, what I remember is they took Polaroids of these kids uh, up oh, against yeah. catching like uh, balls that are going to be home runs, but they're like catching them before they go over. But they're actually not. The kids have the baseballs in their gloves. They're jumping on a trampoline and looking like they're they're getting the game winning catch or the mm. the home run stopping catch. Every single one of them, and I was like, that's brilliant I remember just being like I want a photo of me doing that and I didn't even notice what's funny is I didn't notice that the balls were in the gloves I remember dad pointing it out and I was like genius even I could be in that type of picture I could do that too so anyway I I remember that I think that's like what landed really for me with that baseball scene I was like this is amazing you're like this could Um, be me yeah exactly I could do that (laughs) <laughs> um okay what else what else what else um t- 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 you kind of oh just one thing as i noted i and again i feel like dad made a lot of commentary in this movie i don't know why probably but there's there's when she does the renovation for their apartment rosie perez has ha- had a, a painting of yes. herself commissioned by an artist oh my artist. god and I didn't it's not even her and charlie kid.
1: together it's no, just, it was just her,
0: her. <laughs> it's just and i remember i remember dad just laughing and he's like she's got a painting of herself and i was like <laughs> and then i was like that is weird isn't it but i don't think i would have clocked it as a kid like i don't think no you would have just skipped I, right over it yeah, yeah and then yeah. When
1: dad pointed and i was like right that is that's strange isn't it and anyway I I remember dad laughing at a lot of what Rosie Perez said and as a kid I didn't get why she was it like I thought how she how she expressed herself because she talks so fast and she's got like this attitude and it's amazing and And she's so animated and she's so animated like so whenever someone laughed at her I was like "Ha, she is funny but I didn't i clearly was not getting that the lines she was saying because they were usually over my head like her comments were funny but they were like and biting but i wasn't getting them no but like i was just like everyone else is laughing (laughs) i should be laughing too oh i remember that for sure yeah i remember dad pointing out the painting
0: yeah right but i just but as an adult she has the funniest lines. I think yes, she's just she the funniest. Because I even, there was a little bit of empathy I did have for her more than, more so than as a child. Oh, I was 100%. Like, I'd be pissed if we won the lottery and Cam just gave away half of it to some rando <laughs> totally. as well. Like, I'd be like, wait, wait, wait a fucking minute here. Like, fella. without
1: discussing yeah, it, without with, explaining it. And then we, like, just decides to
0: give $10,000 away and she has to, like, wince and smile. Because they're in, in the public. Yeah. And, like, i I'd be like, "Hey, 10 grams a lot of money. Maybe that should be a conversation we have." So, there's totally, definitely components totally. to his like good-natured sweetness that would get on my fucking nerve. His very you that.
1: impulsive behavior. Like he's cuz he is good-natured, but it's always impulsive response to things and sometimes and like not to say that it's terrible obviously the stuff he's doing is quite lovely but as if you're married to someone and you have a true partnership partnership. you have a a conversation about this shit so yeah i i was the same way i was like you know obviously i do not condone a lot of what she's
0: saying yeah i don't appreciate (laughs) most of her behavior or behavior
1: but at the same time Mm -hmm. his behavior is not great either if he was in a, if he considered her a true partner too like both of them aren't considering each other actual Partners in their relationship. Neither of them is. I was like, you should have been divorced ages ago. Totally. Before you won the lottery, not even a question.
0: Like even that night where, so the night where they're supposed to go on the boat and he gets stuck off, and he's him and Bridget Fonda end up going for dinner, and I'm like, she doesn't even notice he wasn't there. Yes. And it's like that's it's obviously over the top and what have you, but Mm -hmm. it was just like I was like watching it, I was like, no way, there's just no effing way. You're not
1: noticing that your spouse is not on the boat. The Unless whole night. you genuinely want nothing to do with them. Like totally. nothing. You have to want them to be gone. to Yeah. Be able- yeah so it was just interesting as a ki- as like an adult, I was like, oh, but yeah, even then, because I don't even, even that would be, um, it's a stretch Yeah. That to be like, be... I've
0: never once noticed. Because If you wanted here. them to be gone, I think you would notice the absence of them.
1: Do mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like you'd yeah, yeah. be able
0: to be like, man, this is so nice. I don't know where he is
1: and I don't give a shit. And like, <laughs> right? So anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because when he comes back, she's like, oh, sorry, I wasn't talking to you, but I was having so much fun talking to this gentleman over here. Yeah. And he's relieved because he's all set to explain why he lie. wasn't on yeah. the boat. Like he's like, oh, I dropped my wallet or whatever. Like he's trying to come up with a story and she sees him and she's just like, oh, sorry. I, like, and it's been hours.
0: <laughs> They've had <laughs> dinner. Clearly, They had dinner. Hours. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. and then the other only other thing I'll say, like you mentioned everything else, but the only other thing I'll say is I remember the hot air balloon ride at the very yes! end. So they get married, yes! they um send out these like heart Valentine looking things off of this mm-hmm. hot air balloon as mm-hmm. it's flying, and I remember that's the final image as it closes. And I was like, that's amazing. And as an adult, I was like, that is littering.
1: Yeah, I know. You're like, that's a lot. You of paper should. Waste. That's a lot of paper. Everyone. Every, Birds are going to eat
0: that and it's going to swallow duck stomachs. And I was like, anyway, but as a child, it's like, as a child, you're like, beautiful. this is magical. It is. It's this so movie beautiful. really is a modern day New York fairy tale. Oh, in 100%. case anyone as, hasn't
1: clocked that yet. Children who loved fairy tales were oh, like, oh, it was we're perfect.
0: And we're they in. were like,
1: this is how the world <laughs> operates. <laughs> for sure. This is what the world is. This, this could na. happen to me. Anyway. Oh my God. The only other one too is the robbery. I remembered that oh, going in. Oh, I didn't there's... remember that. Oh, you didn't, didn't remember? Because really no, as I a kid, I was like, he's so brave because I was so worried. Mm-hmm. So basically, he and his partner are doing their usual route, walking their usual beat. And he stops in at this uh, Korean grocer's place, like little market. And the man behind the till is obviously very tense. The people in the market sort of shopping are very tense. And uh, he gives him his coffee for free. And he tells him his wife is sick because she's not around. He'd always asks where she is. She's usually working. So, of course, then he immediately knows something's wrong and he comes out. And he's like, they're being robbed because of these reasons. And so his partner loiters out front and calls for backups so they don't think anything of him. And he sneaks in the back way and foils this robbery attempt. And as a kid, I was so tense because the the wife of the proprietor is behind the counter her, hand, her mouth covered by the one of the gunmen and a gun to her head. It's actually quite harrowing. And as a kid, I was like, it like came out of nowhere in this romantic comedy. <laughs> totally. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is, what, uh, this woman could get shot? Like, I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then it ends with him saving everyone but getting shot in the arm. And I was so worried for him. I was like, he got shot in the shoulder. He saved them. Like, it was Man. very intense. <laughs> That's funny. And I think because
0: for me, I was like, this has a happy ending, and it, everyone ended up fine. I had no recollection that that happened. That and amazing. then, as it was happening, I was like, "All oh, right, he goes in the back," and I knew yeah. it. But I, like, even afterwards, when he's getting a medal and he's off work, mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. remember that happening. I was like, "Oh." Okay, I remembered his arm okay. in the sling. Really? <laughs> yeah. Good for you? Look at you! I was. I thought as he a was, child, so I was like
1: heroic this... and kind. well He obviously was. And then, like, you watch it and you're
0: like, "He is," but also like. He's a cop, and this is their job. And it seems job. like
1: most of their day is just walking around, eating food, and getting coffee, and buying <laughs> auto tickets, and doing so, like parking tickets, yeah. and like talking to random people. Like I was totally. Like,
0: <laughs> and I, and so it's just funny when it happened. I was like,
1: Yeah, this this would be something that they would they would
0: encounter. They that would they would yeah. be responsible
1: for this. That Absolutely. would happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. All right. Lisa. That's it. That's my okay. last thing. Well, then let's move along to the Bechtel test. Mm. Uh, Bechtel test for anyone who doesn't know what it is. A litmus test uh, to determine the caliber of the quality of the female characters in any given film. Lisa, it has three qualifiers in order to Hmm. pass.
1: Can you tell everyone what they are and whether or not this film passes it? Absolutely. So it needs to have two named female characters who have a conversation with each other about anything other than a man or men. And I was curious. There's like, so it opens with like Rosie Perez and Bridget Fonda's character's barely interact there is one moment where they interact and talk to each other and it's when she first they're at the they're getting their giant checks their giant checks Mm -hmm. and um Bridget Fonda's got like these thing of roses and she's talking to reporters and um Nicolas Cage goes up next to her and the reporters mistake her for his wife and he's like pulling his wife through and she's explaining that she's the wife and Bridget Fonda's like oh my gosh it's you like thank you so much I can't believe you gave money to a complete stranger (laughs) And, Rosie and is, like, is like yeah you, you have no idea like yeah, through her teeth. <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. that's as close as we get that's as close as we get because the only other conversation she's having is like with someone she's styling their hair but she's talking about her husband the whole time and how useless he is and how and i don't think that that client is named and that either. client isn't named so no. that's the closest we get so i don't know if that counts as a conversation because it's just i mean they so say two brief. lines to each other they say two lines to each other and we've u- let that if- be a yeah, I was going to say, if Prince of past. Egypt yeah. passes, then this or... one, this one, again, it's a yeah. squeak by. It's not, yeah. it's not a, oh yeah, passes handily. It's a, there's this brief interaction. Like therefore... we said,
0: it is an imperfect test. They it still is are two test. very well written characters. I mean, Rosie Perez's character is very, she's hilarious. She would obviously be the most fun character to play in this entire oh my God, movie. so fun. Um, so selfish so and like, wonderfully self-absolved. Right? And you're just like, yes, absolutely. More of that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um... So, like, they have dynamic... Yeah, and, and Bridget not. Fonda,
1: like her relationship with her husband, which we haven't really talked about, but Stanley Tucci, like that's quite difficult and she struggles with it. Like he, when he, when she wins she the lottery. What? She does talk to her friend, the other waitress, oh, yes, who I she think does. she is named. And she is named. That's true. That's a longer conversation. You're and right. they
0: have conversations in the apartment about like the food that they're eating and she talks about her bankruptcy and she's on the phone with yeah. MasterCard. And she talks so about I her actually... husband
1: as well, but a mix of things. So yeah, I think yeah. it actually passes. You're right. Her friend yeah. they have more conversations. Yeah, they but, do. Um, but Stanley Tucci's character, when he phones, because he sees her in the newspaper having won the lottery ticket she's quite it's a struggle for her to hear his voice and to hear, hear him lying about how he has no idea what she's talking about with the lottery numbers and he's just thinking of her and he got back and it's really hard for her to tell him don't because he's me so anymore. manipulative he's, and manipulative and charming it's Stanley yeah. Tucci Yeah, even when he's charming. being an asshole he's very charming he's so charming and so she's and also she a couple can we just talk about the fact
0: that Stanley Tucci is fucking ripped in this movie he actually He's, is. I was I'm like, like "What is
1: happening, Tucci?"
0: <laughs> Hang on a second. He comes out in just a towel at one
1: point, and I was like, "He has a six pack!" Like, what movie I am I, was I watching?
0: Like, uh, yeah. Were you also
1: in an action movie this same year, and we just didn't uh, know? Like, was, "Undercover like... Blues." <laughs> did you do a little workout for? <laughs> anyway, was, actually, it would it, be around the same time. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, but note. yeah, I I had that same romance of huh. <laughs>
0: wait
1: a minute she's <laughs> looking pretty sexy i, I right did now. pause it and i was like i mean i'm always attracted to stanley tucci but totally six pack like, what's happening hang on but a yeah. second so i liked her for all that she's a kind sweet person i did like you could see a bit more to her character in those moments so yeah i think like for two female leads they are they're quite fun to watch on screen. Mm-hmm. i think so and yeah. they're, well, they're, they're an interesting dynamic of
0: two female characters. Especially so. for an early 90s film. That's true. <laughs> it's true. It is impressive. I would agree. Okay, then. So, Lisa, mm. uh, we have a, a question we always broach that always has a, a like a few caveats to it um is there anything offensive about this movie and when we say that it might not be hit like the actual offensive mark per se Mm -hmm. but maybe it's things that didn't hold up in the since the 90s which is a heck of a lot of stuff usually yeah Um, that's a fair bit content from the film (laughs) that maybe today wouldn't
1: get made for that reason for whatever might change some lines kind of yeah Yeah. a little bit of
0: dialogue lisa what is there
1: well there are a couple of moments where um is talked to by like first the kid in the street he's playing stickball with and his and when rosie perez sticks out her her head to say like you know come inside i've ordered chinese and the kid's like oh what are you whipped yeah and i'm like ah uh, and Miles.
0: then nicholas cage is like
1: no i have adult responsibilities and i was like thank you nicholas cage good response it's a good response that And then he teases the boy because his mom calls him in and he immediately starts to go and he's like, Oh, are you whipped? He's like, it's my mom. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So there's like a couple that like, and his friend is is, his partner, Beau, who I quite like, but he's having this discussion about how he's upset because his wife wants, you know, more out of what he's doing and and everything. And his friend's response is like, this is when you tell her I'm the man, I bring home the money. She also works too. But basically is like, I'm in charge. Like, that's what he says. You have to tell your wife. And I was like,
0: that's how she listens to you and i was like Bo,
1: i i like you but
0: yeah (laughs) i'm not loving this i'm not loving
1: this conversation you're having this advice you're giving him now i understand that you know he's a a very kind person and you want him to show a bit of backbone but this is not how you phrase this (laughs) Yeah, totally there are other ways of phrasing this conversation so that like that happens a couple of times in the movie. Um, yeah.
0: casual sexism. That was casual finest.
1: sexism. When the robbery scene is happening and Nicolas Cage comes out and he's explaining they're being robbed and he's like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Well, first he said like he gave me the like he first he said his wife has the flu and his partner's response is to go, "Oh, that bitch would work if she was dead." Not the Not best. A... Yes, but... However, he didn't he. Didn't say bitch in a me. No, he said it as kind of like, oh my gosh, like you're right. That woman, like, as meant as kind of like a.
0: He's like, she would always be working if she did have the clue. So that's a lie for sure. But how he's working, agreed.
1: interesting that that's like i'm like could you just say she would <laughs> yeah say you don't just say it that way yeah um and yes he doesn't put it i put a lot of emphasis on it he does not put that emphasis on bitch it's kind of like it's made in a very sort of like oh my god you're right like she would keep working no matter they're, what they're totally getting robbed right now they're yeah. totally clearly you don't need to say no more say yeah. no more robbery is happening yeah um but yeah again just the the phrasing of it you're just like yeah, but, absolutely but okay um so there's uh what else was there? Um I'm trying to read my notes and they're <laughs> a bit <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Um he refers to so Rosie Perez asks him early on in the film they're watching she's watching some program on TV and she asks him if she thinks if he thinks she should get her boobs done. And she's like looking at her boobs and his immediate response to go are you nuts? Mm. and starts telling her that that's a stupid idea and then and then is like well you know like you know she's like I think you look great the way that you are and it's just that's not the way you respond to someone who is questioning their body image it's true, that's it's true. to ask if yeah. they're crazy um so that like immediate and again it's a very minor thing but she's curious like this is how she's feeling about her body and his response is to go like what you're yeah. crazy and it's his way of saying it is quite harsh, and then he backtracks with, you know, you're you're great the way you are kind of thing. But she's like, let's not talk about it anymore. And it's it is pretty quick and sudden. And then she also, when he when she finds out he's giving away the money to um, the waitress, she calls him insane. He needs to be locked up in a loony bin. He needs to, you know, be in one of those places that's always on the news. <laughs> Yeah. For being a bad asylum basically. And again, it's a it's casual discussion of mental health in a way that's very 90s. It's very 90s jokes yes. about mental health and everything else. Um what else am I missing, Pauline?
0: Uh, that was it. The only I had yeah. I, I'm glad that you mentioned it because I just had written down crazy and I was looking at it while you were talking <laughs> and I was like what is that referring what is this to i was like to. more words next time pauline more words so As I you're like, like aha mm. i'll remember this in I, I just wrote down whipped and crazy and i knew the whipped one because i remember being like oh man and then no. i was like crazy crazy yeah. does that yeah. happen got it good job lise thank you for, for helping me with my notes you're welcome you're that? welcome.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, 100%. Well, oh, and then the other line too. It's it's said as a joke. It's hard to watch cuz this um there's a, some controversy about police forces now. Um what? Yeah, but mm. oh, you know what I don't when you're talking but about when uh, Nicholas Cage is back at the end of the day going home, the neighbor kid asks him if he killed anyone. And he's mm. like, "Oh, not today. It was a slow day." He's yeah. like, "Didn't even shoot anyone." And I I cringed. I was like, "Oh. Ew yeah Uh, that's a bad (laughs) joke yeah i wish that
0: wasn't there yeah (laughs) i think like i think to this movie i mean what i will say this movie does well it has multiple ethnicities depicted 100 continuously like that yeah i mean it 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 really does a good job of, I actually think think it's one of the most representational films we've watched. Yeah. You're like, (laughs) that kid is of a different ethnicity. His partner is black. They go to the Korean little shop to go get their stuff. Clearly they're friends with clearly Of some sort of Spanish descent in the film. And you're just like, okay, we got a, we got a plethora of cultures going on here. I mean, we are talking about a movie based in New York. So you'd like to believe it's not going to be a bunch of white people the whole time, Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. you never know. Uh, So anyway, it was, but it's true. I, I, nowadays i question whether the the child would have the same laissez-faire conversation <laughs> with the white cop who comes home all the time where are they gonna have this relationship i'm like i don't know if they would i mean maybe anyway.
1: i hope so no, but yeah sure. it's, it's just one of those things that you're like huh very 90s mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very mm-hmm. pro police force kind of situation because like in, in like these casual... are lovely people and in a yeah. casual way we all like, know these are good cops. shooting
0: and... anyone and... yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. he mm-hmm. didn't even shoot the
1: robbers he just knocked yeah. them down like, that's right it's <laughs> like, okay. a
0: can of soup at one of their heads
1: yeah 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 um so anyway so that there we go i think that covers it so nothing like super egregious no. just like a couple of cringy moments of oh that's that's old yeah <sighs> No, No, we wouldn't say that anymore. I really hope we wouldn't talk about that way. Okay. Yeah. So then, Lisa,
0: the Mm. piece de resistance, if you will. (laughs) I love how you call it that because it's just like it's like we've taken like it was like one question two questions three questions 18 questions all in one here we go it's always like answer the following answer here we go let's do this lisa after watching this film as an adult since Mm. you haven't rewatched this since childhood Mm. a few questions to lay on your plate uh does this movie hold up is it what you expected um would you watch this movie again uh if so uh you know would you recommend it to um and then, lastly,
1: out of ten, what would you give this film? Uh, so those are excellent questions. Uh, so yes. I mean, it was what I was pretty much expecting. I was <laughs> mm-hmm. watching it, I was like, "Yeah, this is what I remember this movie being." I was like, "Yep, over the top, saccharine, sweet, silly, um, romantic comedy of just." Two very lovely people, and I. So watching it, I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, this is this is everything I remember."
0: It being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had a
1: lot of nostalgia because it is lovely to see them do such kind things. Like there, when he gives her, like she buys the diner, and she finds out that he knows about it, and he didn't go in, and she's like, "You should come in next time." I made a table that has your name on it that basically anyone who can't afford a meal can just sit at this table and get a free meal and I was like what the hell yeah and he's like are you serious and she's like yeah and it has his name on it and I was just like dear lord you're both good people I was like I actually when they had when they finally got together it's before either of them are divorced they spend the night together in a hotel and a part of me is like oh thank god you're human (laughs) (laughs) totally Ah,
0: uh, you two have like you two desi- have extra like, desires there. Yeah. Thank you're just like, oh God. okay, got it. You're <laughs> not just purely motivated on fucking honey. <laughs> got it. Yeah.
1: It was I was like, there we go. It's <laughs> like we needed this moment. Yeah. We needed some uh, moment of realistic moment
0: expectation. Of yeah.
1: Humanity. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. so I mean like so if that's what you're expecting, like if you're expecting something like super sweet. That's what this movie is. And Rosie Perez is still hilarious and charming because it's rosie perez like it's is she over the top absolutely you don't care everyone's over the top in this movie it's like yeah. the narrator is over the top with how good he is at narrating <laughs> how, like, <sweet. laughs> like i was like listening to his voice i was like damn you have a good narrator yeah voice. oh i, <laughs> want, him to, I want him to i want him yeah like can you do audiobooks and then i, I wanted to look them up i'm talk? like have you done audiobooks yeah. i'd like to listen to your stories sir yeah. like so everything about it is basically this is the most warm hug cup of soup movie you could be watched 100 percent. yeah absolutely um so that was actually quite like i i knew that it was enjoyable for that reason I had fun rewatching it and seeing just how much of this has been imprinted in my brain. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and I was happy that there weren't as many egregious, terrible things. Like I was like, oh man, I really hope I haven't blanked anything out. That yeah. when I watch it, I'm like, oh. And you're like, no, it's sweet as pie. Like, Actually, it's still pretty sweet. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, I will say as an adult, it's a little too sweet now. As mm-hmm, a kid, mm-hmm. I was fully involved with the sweetness as an adult. I'm like, this This is a little too sugary Mm -hmm, (laughs) this mm -hmm. is what i expected but also i don't think i can watch it that frequently shall we say (laughs) um in terms of who i would recommend it to if you've never seen it and you're someone who likes romantic comedies who likes the very sweet films and good people this uh, this is unique among romantic comedies because it doesn't like Rosie Perez isn't the best, but she's not villainized either. She's just selfish. Like it's yeah, like, like, okay, but she's not like an evil person. She's um, selfish, but you also understand her. You understand you're like, her oh, selfishness. Like, I do you're get like, where yeah. she's coming from on this one. Totally, I I understand this too, and and like so, I mean, like if you're looking for one that's just like a, a pretty sweet. Um, harmless romantic comedy, and you haven't seen this one, watch it. You're somebody who likes romantic comedies, you'll probably enjoy this one. Um, if you saw it growing up and it's been a really long time and you enjoyed it the first time, give it a rewatch. It's what you're gonna remember it is. Other than people who like sweet movies, like, you know, if you're not someone who likes a sweet film, don't watch it. It's too sweet for you. You're going to be like, you're going to be rolling your eyes at how sweet this movie is. Mm -hmm. So I would say only if that is your cup of tea, if you're ever in the mood for a super sweet sweet film with a very lovely ending um, where everything is tied up in the way it should be. Everyone gets their just desserts. And I mean that when they tell you what happens to Rosie Perez, you're like, okay, (laughs) you're just like, I see there's comeuppances that happen in a way Mm -hmm. um, that are quite satisfying, not like terrible, but at the same time you're like, I could see that happening. So if you're someone who's who wants that happily ever after, as Pauline said, you want a New York fairy tale story, that's what this is, and that intrigues you, go for it. If that has no interest, this is not the movie for you. Um, If you're someone who really likes the sort of crazy Nick Cage, this is not crazy Nick Cage. This is Nick Cage being... This sweet. is very sweet Nick Cage. This is actually very sweet down-to-earth Nick Cage for Nick Cage. And you're like, huh. Um, so that's, you know, don't go in it for that reason. But go in it if if otherwise you're... This is the the sweet sort of film you're looking for. That's what I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of... Would I watch it again? I... I actually don't know. Now that I've rewatched it as an adult, I mean it's so embedded in my brain. I think if it was on TV and I just happened to be flicking channels and I was in the mood for it, I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch I'll watch this. I'll watch this to the end and that sweet little ending. But otherwise I don't know if I'd seek it out, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um if it was there or if someone else was like, I wanna watch it, I'd be like, yeah sure. But I don't I, I, I don't think it's gonna be one of those ones that I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Really yeah, watch.
0: Well, I'm really in the mood for this. Really one. in
1: the mood for this one. Um, yeah. So, so that's kind of how I feel about it. It's if it's a rerun, it's on TV. Yeah, sure. I'm in the hotel mm-hmm. somewhere trying to mm-hmm. find something to watch on the television. <laughs> I'd watch
0: this. Which I think it's safe to say it's not gonna be on. It's like, not. I, like, I'd um, almost be shocked. I'd be like, yeah. what? Yeah, I'd almost watch it. But would be like, why well, gotta watch this? Uh, <laughs> I can't even believe it's this on. This is
1: happening again. Yeah, there's um, no way this should be on here. Almost yeah. as odd
0: as winning the lottery
1: oh. mm. 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 um <laughs> out of 10 this is hard because I I don't think it's a bad film uh but I also don't think it's like a great one either it's it's it is very sweet uh I would say it gets like a 6.5 for me um uh, mm. the acting's good it's like consistent for that Rosie Perez as I said is I don't, yeah, I, I think 6.5 is where it's sitting for me. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. about you, Pauline? Yeah, I feel very similarly. I mean, I I too don't know if I'm going to
0: watch it again. Um, sorry, Lisa, there's lots of moving on your end. Sorry, um, sorry. Let's the, get. Cat, let's let's get. the cat suddenly Got it. I was like, I'm hearing <laughs> stuff. So why don't you just start your whole thing again? Whole thing Kay. again. Yeah, Um. I feel similarly. I mean, I... I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it again, to be honest, Mm. either. It's for the same reason. It kind of, it filled the the thing I needed. Like, I was like, oh, I got (laughs) to watch this again. I'm glad I got to watch it. I'm glad it was available on demand. Like, particularly for this podcast. I'm sure if we didn't have this podcast at some point in the future, I would have been like, oh, I should watch that one Mm. movie. And like One more time. Oh, yeah. So, I feel like I've kind of like done what I needed to do with this. You scratch movie. You scratched that itch, yeah, because you know exactly how it's going to end. It's not suspenseful. Like you, you know what's going to happen once you've seen this movie. It's not like whoa, didn't see that coming. Like, there's no, <laughs> and it's you know... not like
1: the acting is so good that the rewatch no. is enjoyable in that no. fashion. Yeah, no, yeah.
0: it's not like I wouldn't say it's a super well written movie. It's mm. it like the the writing I think is is fine. Like, but it's yeah. it's par it's par for the course kind of all the way around it's very average the story I think is just something that I loved from childhood Mm -hmm. and then so even watching it I was like I feel like this is very tainted in nostalgia 100 so so anyway so I I'm hesitant to recommend it to anybody because even to your point it's so sweet it's and if you love sweet movies I kind of think you probably have already seen this one and if you haven't I mean, watch it, but it's not even, even in terms, as far as romantic comedies go, this is definitely more romance than comedy, especially the way Mm -hmm. that romantic comedies are made now. Like you, Lisa, I think dislike most romantic comedies because of the secondhand embarrassment factor that's so prevalent in almost every single one of them. And
1: I will say what's different about this film is there's none of that stupid miscommunication of if only someone would have that one conversation, this whole problem wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, 100%. Yes. I so struggle with romantic comedy. So it's definitely, so it, yeah, like both of us feel that way about romantic comedy. So this
0: is actually, it's refreshing in that sense because it's not a romantic comedy where you're like a comedy of errors, so to speak. No, it's no. just that you're like, oh, this, so it's more of like a love story. That's actually a good point. is it's, funny. it's
1: very much romance over anything else. That's yeah. a very good point.
0: So just for anyone who's in the mood for a romance, this is a romance. Mm. This is going to end how you want it to end and that's lovely. And if that's mm-hmm. what you want, Great, so do that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't. So I don't know if I would rewatch it again mm-hmm. myself. Um, out of ten, I'm gonna drop it a little lower than you. I think I gotta go with like a five and a half. Awesome. I just yep. think it's more nostalgia heavy than I <laughs> than I thought it was. So I, oh, I sure. will go with that. Yeah, but um, still good, still enjoyable. Uh, just not, not. It's Islamic. very middle of the road,
1: guys. Yeah. Very middle of the average. road. It's yeah. average. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. There you have it. Um, awesome. Okay. Lisa, quotes. <laughs> now, I don't have a ton. I don't have that many, to be okay. honest. Okay. Because again, it's not, as Pauline said, like I actually thought I'd get more. And I was like, Me too. Oh, again, a lot of the comments are just sweet or just kind yeah. they're not cl- <laughs> it's not a cleverly written no You're like,
0: that's such a sweet line I'm that's gonna such write a that sweet down. thing to and say like, no, but like it's not the to. same
1: like rosie perez as you said as some of the only good and even then yeah I they're not they're not there's not a ton in there either so i i basically i don't have that much either
0: <laughs> yeah i've got two i've got two lisa what's yours what's one of yours
1: uh one of the ones is so when she when she's clearly rosie perez has been phoning to find out like you know to say we got a winning ticket and then has found out that other people are claiming the same thing so they're going to have to split it and so she gets off the phone and she sits next to nicholas cage and she goes through her head doing the calculations and her response is that only leaves us with four million you think we could live off of that we could live off of that right and his response is like yeah yeah we could live off of less even (laughs) (laughs) And I did like that. I loved her response of like, she has just won millions, but it's not as much as she thought. So now she's wondering if they could live off of it. Yeah, And they clearly have been living off his and her salary up until this point. Yeah, totally. It's so funny. that whole situation but i do love the yeah he could live off less even because
0: even when she's talking he's very distracted he's like oh shit because he knows what he has to conversation her. with her and yeah she's totally. not gonna be happy she's not gonna love this yeah 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 so
1: that line i thought was funny
0: um the line i have is actually one from bridget fonda it's when she's mm-hmm. in front of the judge at the beginning you're first introduced mm-hmm. to her and she's she's talking to this judge and he's explaining to her that she's got twelve thousand dollars um owing on her mastercard and she's trying to explain that that's her ex her husband who did that and he's like well are you divorced and she said no and then she just is like do you know how much it costs to get divorced and then his he just kind of looks at her she's like no of course you don't I'm I'm sure you're happily married and then it continues (laughs) on its way and I just that line to me because I was always like it costs a lot to get divorced, and I think as a kid I just never understood that. So that uh, that no. line to me as an adult, I was like, "Yeah, I can
1: appreciate that." People it like, was harder as an adult with her situ- her whole situation. I was like, "This yeah, is he was so like, depressing. This is very dire. Oh she God. is not doing well. She is like a step away from being homeless. Like, yeah, like, like, oh she actually God. needs
0: this money really yeah. bad. Yeah. Anyway, I just, oh. okay. What's yeah, one that, of, I like one that of line your? Too. What's one of your lines?
1: Um. So. So one of the ones uh, that I have is basically, again, part of that same conversation where he has to tell her, his wife, that he's split this money with a waitress. And her response at one point, Rosie Perez turns to him and she goes, do you love me? And he's like, of course I love you. And her response (laughs) then is, then stiffer
0: stiffer and smell the flowers <laughs> and at the time that she says that line she's holding his face in her hands, like she's like yes. squishing with, his like, head with like utter sincerity yeah <laughs> like, it's pretty funny she's like just stiffer because <laughs> she's just like you're so good like just, and i'm tired uh, of how good you are yeah <laughs> like, like, just... he's like i'm promised her it's like <laughs> i don't care like i don't care that you time. promised her you'll never see her again yeah, and yeah. I I get that I related to Rosie in
1: that moment I was like yeah. come on the vast majority of us would be Rosie Perez this, yeah moment. like us I was just I was lying, like we don't need to give this person because anything. I
0: also honestly was like Cam
1: would make a promise like that <laughs> damn it like uh, what you need to do Polite, is you need to have a caveat now in your relationship if we ever win the lottery you we are, are... not allowed to give any winnings <laughs> We, without we have a, a thorough conversation
0: which i know he obviously would <laughs> but it just definitely was like i was just watching it i was like i could see this happening i yeah. could totally see this cam in the goodness of his is like of this lottery winnings so and then they would be like honey but i think he, I, then i could convince him anyway it doesn't mm-hmm. matter okay uh, what's your next one only other line that i have that i actually laughed out loud out i thought that was quite funny was uh in the middle of the robbery so the Mm -hmm. robbery that lisa already mentioned the one of the robbers (laughs) um so they're they're trying to get out now after having robbed the store but they see that uh is out there writing parking tickets and so he's there so they can't leave yet and while this is going on nicholas cage is sneaking up the back stairs and the robber holding the gun, looking out the window, is like, what's with this cop? Got nothing better to do than write tickets with all the crime in this city?
1: <laughs> I thought well, that was,
0: that, that whole, a, that, that was whole very quite clever,
1: funny. it was very clever. Yeah. It and was I was a just very like, clever as it writing. progresses of what do we do? <laughs> yeah. Like, like,
0: all like, well, right, we'll we'll just wait? wait
1: till he goes. What if he doesn't leave? Like this yeah. whole panic that they're feeling is quite entertaining but yeah yes. that line i had that with, the <laughs> with all the crime as he's looking he's holding a gun, gun. <laughs> oh my god anyway um, the other one which i kind of laughed at but also was like <laughs> oh okay. at the very end um so nicholas cage has been thrown out by rosie perez and now the divorce proceedings are happening and he's staying at his partner's house oh, yeah and he's getting the bed ready. And the oh, yeah. partner has a little girl and he's like, and he just turns to a little girl and he says, it sure is nice of you to let me have your, use your Barbie blanket. <laughs> it's like and this, she's like, no problem. It's this little kid's Barbie blanket, and on the one hand I was like, ah, ha, ha. the other hand I was like, oh.
0: oh, that's depressing. And he gets into the, he's sleeping on the bed on the floor, and his, his legs stick just it out, I'm just like oh this god, kid's
1: blanket. You're like, that is not a good night's rest. No, he's
0: not. He's going to sleep terribly. As like as an adult watching it, I was like, oh, he's his like back oh, is going to hurt. This is painful. Yeah, no one, no, he's it's not going to be a good night's sleep for that guy.
1: Yeah, that was my last one.
0: My Do you have one. any other ones? Do you have any other no. ones you want to
1: finish on? Uh, The only other one I have is when he's talking to Yvonne about how he and his wife are now different people. And he says, it's like we're on two different channels. I'm CNN and she's the home shopping network. (laughs) I was like,
0: Uh, and that is a depressing line it's It's a depressing line yeah
1: and kind of accurate you're like it's totally (laughs) accurate
0: for the movie and i was like man if i'm ever in a relationship where that's what you can say about the two people it's time to end that time to go yeah you you jump ship those two don't have anything in common (laughs) at all they should not be together anymore no yeah there we go all right there we go lisa, That's the finale. there we are the finale <laughs> lisa has chosen uh a romantic comedy which is a as unusual mark that calendar everyone it's not did... happening
1: again anytime soon <laughs> yeah
0: i can't think of one off the top of my head but anyway there'll be one in the future but in the meantime uh, it'll be my pick next week unless we have yeah. a guest which was uh there was a possibility something in the rumor mill about mm-hmm. that so we'll mm-hmm. get back to you if it's on Friday, if you arrive and it's me, it's me, and you might get someone else. So deal with it. Um, but we like to meantime, have surprises. That's right. <laughs> In the meantime, have a wonderful rest of your week, everyone. Uh, if you've got a chance, you should uh, leave us a little review uh, saying how much you like this podcast mm-hmm. and uh, share it with friends. Tell everyone else how much you like it because uh, that's uh, how we get more listeners. And uh, other than that, if you want to reach out to us at any point, we're on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at, at Real Window, and we're at Gmail real.window at gmail.com if you want to send us an email about any uh, childhood favorites of yours or if you saw this movie or if there's a movie you love, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera, lay it on us. In the meantime, have a wonderful week and we will see you on Friday for a trivia episode of some sort. <laughs>